0: It takes a humble mind and a curious spirit to go past the hubris that ignorance and knowledge bring. Through questions, specific concerns are addressed, doubts are dissolved, and understanding is achieved, which is the goal of this podcast. We believe asking questions provides one of the quickest and most precise routes to understanding, which translates into the correct execution of actions and the attainment of desired outcomes. This is where Solomon Ray comes in. Solomon Ray is a prolific Bible teacher, executive leader, advisor, and sponsor. Known for his love for Jesus Christ and people, wisdom, and unique incursions into God's Word to provide relevance, clarity, and understanding for personal leadership and a more productive life in Christ Jesus through every area of life. We trust this podcast will help you provide clarity to the burning questions you've been harboring all these years. Let's delve into the podcast and listen attentively as Solomon Ray brings clarity, insight and understanding to some questions. Take a listen.
1: Trust you're faring well. I am Solomon Ray, and I'm here to once more attend to a question which was posed by one of our listeners. And we pray that God is going to um, use us to give some relevant answers. And my prayer is that the answers that you receive from this podcast um, per question really adds value to you and uh, really gives us an understanding. Into the hearts of God. So, our question for this episode comes from Edith. Edith is in Cameroon and uh, her question is interesting. I love it. She talks about the curriculum for spiritual growth. And her question goes thus What is the curriculum in the spiritual school? What is the curriculum in the spiritual school? And the question proceeds. I'm asking this because I once heard a message where they said, God is not the problem. He never lies and he never changes. His words are yes and amen. And what he says is what he does. What separates man from God is sin. This got me confused and always worried because each time I prayed and never had an answer. To me it meant that I have sinned. That is why God is not answering. Until the day I heard, I had to learn about the will of God. Now It is not as if the message was wrong, but my spiritual level at the time didn't permit me to discern what I should really take as message. I wish to know what is the spiritual curriculum, so that I start following step by step, and if there is anything I missed, I go back to it. Thank you very much, sir, for being a vessel God is using to bless us mightily. Thank you very much, Edith, for your question, and... um, Yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting, the curriculum in the spiritual school. I must confess, I think I've never had this question come to me this way. But we must understand out of the bat that God is expecting us to become somebody specific. God is expecting us to become someone specific and occupying a specific office so that through that office, we can do something specific. I don't know if you got that, but let me repeat it. God expects us to become somebody, someone specific, occupying a specific office, so we can do something specific. Okay. So, my interest here first has to do with the term curriculum. And let's define curriculum. And I just got this from, like, um, dictionary. Curriculum means the subjects comprising a course of study in a school or college. The subjects comprising a course of study. The error here is when we just focus on the word subjects. The subject is not really what we should focus on, it Is the course of study. Because the course of study determines the subjects that you will study. For example, if your course of study is accountancy, then you are going to study the principles of accounting 101, 102, accounting 301, accounting whatsoever. So the course of study determines the subjects. The course of study determines the modules, determines the technicalities of what you're going to study. So the bond of contention now is what is our course of study as sons of God? if you like, as Christians. But I really prefer as sons of God because that's who we are. Now we are the sons of God. And for our ladies listening to me, you say this women stuff and stuff. Um, we are sons not because of our gender. We are sons because he's a son. He's male. And we are one with him. We are in him. So our identity, our nature is derived from him. We are sons. Really technically speaking God doesn't have daughters because anyone living out of Christ is in error so we are in him the bible says we are one with him we make up his bones and marrow we are so one with him so our nature identity and even who we are is derived from him so we are sons we are sons because he is a son and a male all right I hope that is clear sorry for that digression but it was important I said that So what's our course of study? Our course of study, and I have here the greatest knowledge of study in heaven and earth is Jesus Christ. And this body of knowledge is called the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Our course of study is Jesus. I have a whole lesson on the art of becoming, and I'll just talk a bit about it to just explain this particular point. If I ask you, what do you want to become? Let's just say normally, forget about you know spiritual stuff. What do you want to become? remember when I was very young primary school I wanted to become a pilot maybe you want to become an accountant maybe you want to become an interpreter maybe you want to become a translator maybe you want to become an engineer an IT technician a data analyst so that's a course of study let's pick one I want to become an accountant so that's what I want to become What do I do next? I have to confront my mind with the knowledge that pertains to accountancy. Because in our becoming, the most important aspect is the knowledge we consume. It's impossible to consume medical knowledge and become an accountant. What you consume, the information you live by, the information that you live by and that you kind of focus your mind on determines who or what you become. So our course of study is Jesus Christ. So we have to study him. And I said the greatest body of information or knowledge system in heaven and earth is Jesus Christ. He is a person, but he is also a body of knowledge. And this body of knowledge is called the knowledge of Jesus Christ so in the spiritual school our course of study is jesus is jesus not anointing jesus let's read philippians 3 verses 7 to 8 philippians chapter 3 verses 7 to 8 from the new king james version and i read but what things were gained to me Paul is writing, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Eight. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, I count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. I repeat, verse eight. Yet, indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus. That's our body of knowledge. That's what we have to be studying. I always say to my mentees and those I teach and train these things, I say, Christ is a subject that you should be studying. He's a person, based. you have to study him because that is our course of study. That's our subject. Like you have biology, like you have chemistry. In the kingdom of God and in life is Jesus Christ. We study him. And you will say, why study Christ? when you study accountancy what do you want to become remember the goal is becoming what do you want to become I want to become an accountant so I study accountancy um, introduction principles of accountancy I study all those things the goal is that in three years time I should become an accountant and be able to serve in an accounting firm or any company or open an accounting a consultancy firm but the point is you want to become an accountant you want to become a medical doctor you confront your mind with medical health science information so that at the end of seven years you become a medical doctor. Remember who you become and what you become is determined by what you confront your mind with the body of information that you confront your mind with. Since Christ is our cause of study he becomes the subject that we study every day. Why? Because ultimately God wants us to conform to the image of the Christ. He wants us to conform to become like Jesus. I'm using the word like, because I'm trying to tread carefully here. He wants us to become like Jesus. So to become like Jesus, you have to study the man. You have to learn the man. You have to practice the man. Therefore you have to become the man. So you're asking for the curriculum. In studying the man Jesus, the first thing is to know who he is, to understand who he is, understand his purpose his mandate then you understand his mind because you cannot become anyone without understanding their mind you want to become a journalist you must understand how journalists think you want to become an accountant you must understand how accountants think you want to become a medical doctor you must understand how medical doctors think because it's in the mind that you replicate yourself to become the person. So actors know this very well when they're acting a part or a character. person who acts best is a person who has entered the mind of the character the best or the most. So you want to act on the character of uh, uh, maybe let's say you want to perform um, a role a live it's a true life story and it's about me. As an actor, you will not just focus on your your script and see you have the script. You have to come to me to understand me. Spend time with me. Ask questions. Why do you think this way? And understand how I think. Understand how I talk. Understand what motivated my life at some point that the movie is trying to capture. Spend time with me. Spend quality time with me to understand my person. To understand my mind. To get into my mind. When you get into my mind, you can replicate that mind. To the point where someone watching that movie will think that you are me. I remember one time Will Smith was reporting an incident that happened when they were acting the movie or they were kind of shooting the movie uh, King Richard. So they were on set and he was still in character. And one of the sisters came because King Richard is the father to Venus and Serena Williams. So one of the sisters came. I don't know if it's Serena or Venus, I've forgotten. One of them came on set while Will Smith was still in character. And she saw him and she didn't see Will Smith. She saw her father and she exclaimed, Daddy because he had fully won the mind of King Richard. So we have to study person Jesus. We have to study his mind. What moves him? What are his desires? What are his passions? What are his pleasures? What are the things that make him not to be happy? What does he live for? How does he reason? For example, how did Christ reason? my meat is to do the will of him who has sent me and to finish his work. That's what characterized his life. That's how he thought. He never had any other thing apart from that to do the assignment that God has called him to do. So we have to study the man Christ and the components that make up the man. His mind. Principally his mind. His purposes, his desires, his plans, his goals, his affinities, his desire. All those things. We have to study them. And the goal is so we can become that we can take those things and leave them out in our life because we have the mind of Christ. Out is clear to you. So we have to study the man Christ and I said in the beginning that the purpose God wants us to become someone specific occupy a specific office then do something specific. So the first item is to study the man Christ and the purpose of that is so we can become like Jesus. Let's read Romans 8 verse 29. Romans 8 verse 29 from the New King James Version. For whom Paul is writing, for whom he foreknew he who God. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he, his son now, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. So I'm going to contextualize so we understand. For whom God foreknew, he also predestined to conform to the image of his son that Jesus might be the firstborn among many brethren. Let's read the same verse from the Living Bible translation. For from the very beginning God decided that those who came to him and all along he knew who would should become like his son so that his son would be the first among many brothers. Let me read again. For from the beginning The very beginning, God decided that those who came to him, and all along he knew who would, should become like his son, should become like his son, as he is in heaven, so are we on earth, should become like his son, so that his son will be the first with many brothers. So, the first thing that we have to study is Jesus, understanding the man, understanding his mind, and replicating that same mind in our lives so we can become like him. All is clear. I'm not trying to give a globalized answer. Then, the third thing here is to occupy the office of the Christ. When we say Jesus Christ, is Jesus the name and Christ the title. Because for you to be relevant even on earth, you have to occupy an office. And generally, in the body of Christ and even globally, we are so focused on occupying earthly offices. Let me explain. I want to become an accountant. That's an office. I want to become a lawyer. That's an office. I want to become a doctor. That's an office. I want to become an apostle. That's an office. I want to become an evangelist. That's an office. I want to become a teacher. That's an office. I want to become a tech engineer. That's an office. Without an office, your relevance on earth will be close to zero. Because the only thing that gives you relevance on earth is operating through an office. I want to become an entrepreneur. It's an office. I want to become a businesswoman. A businessman is an office. We find our relevance and usefulness in the earth through the lens of an office. It's very important. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. If you don't operate from an office, your usefulness on earth will be close to zero. So let's go back now spiritually. You become very useful to God, number one, when you become like Jesus, number one, having his mind, allowing him to replicate himself in your body, allowing him to multiply himself in your body, allowing him to copy and paste himself in your body. Number two, your relevance to God will come to his head when you occupy the office of the christ the office of the christ the christ means savior it means redeemer christ came to save us and when we are born again we now have an assignment or we now have the duty to redeem or to save our world it's very important you know let me tell you something god is so tired of just normal nominal christians who live for bread and butter we have become so skillful in even living away from god that is very repugnant we are strategic givers we give ten thousand to god because we know god will give us 1 million francs and is that money that we need now to open our business the thing that we really love i'm not against you opening a business but why do you understand you are a savior do you understand you are a deliverer to your world if that business is a tool that you use to to launch out into your world and to redeem your world from itself then beautiful but let me go back we will find our relevance with god when we become like jesus number one and number two when we occupy the office of the christ and we are all in christ if you are born again listening to me you are a savior to your world many of us don't know that and many of us have not been taught you are a savior to your world god is counting on you that's why when you listen to this podcast the outro the last line it says jesus is counting on you to influence your world for him that's why christ said i'm the light of the world so as long as you are here you are the light of the world You are the salt of the earth without you the world will go down into ruin without you the world will go into so much confusion and chaos like we are having now our role as sons of god is not to be complaining you can complain but what do you do about it as a savior you have legions of angels standing and and just waiting for you to give a command god has given us so much power and authority that at your word heaven will move Whatever you predicate and confirm on earth, heaven will adjust to what you are saying and to what I'm saying. But because we don't know, we spend our life using God to achieve our goals. We spend our life using God to achieve our dreams. Because there is no curriculum. I'm so happy that you asked this question. Please, I'm not like pointing, accusing fingers or something. We have to talk about this and by God's grace, I can say a thing or two about it. When we are somewhere, everything you're studying, you should have in mind who you want to become, what you want to become, and for what assignment. It's very important. One thing God told me is my people must be prepared to meet me. And he said that if nothing is done, people will lose their work. It's not because you're feeding the poor. It's not because you are giving your life to be burned. If you've not been transfigured, if you've not become the Christ, if you've not died to yourself, then everything that you're doing, I am very sorry to say that, will not count for anything. If I give my body to be burned, if I feed the poor and I give everything I have to the poor and I have not love all i do is waste first corinthians chapter 13 you can read all of that god is talking about love beyond everything and i said the proof of love is death dying to yourself dying to your dreams i'm not saying you should stop your business now please don't stop your career but why are you an accountant why do you work at the world bank why do you work with this multinational why do you work with this parastatal is it to put food on the table or is it to serve god Just flip your motivation, that's all. So for us to be very relevant to God, we have to become like Jesus. And for that to happen, we must study the man, Jesus. He said, he's our course of study. For us to become like Jesus, we study Jesus. For us to occupy the office of the Christ, we study Jesus because he is Jesus and he is the Christ. Only Jesus can occupy the office of the Christ. Solomon Ray cannot, Edith cannot, Shanna cannot, John cannot, Gerald cannot. The only person who has been validated by God to occupy the office of the Christ is Jesus. That's why we must become him so that we can qualify to operate in the office of the Christ. And in the office of the Christ as saviors, our principal purpose is to enforce the will and the ways of God as the culture of heaven on earth. That's our principal purpose. The purpose of Jesus is to give life. The purpose of the Christ is to enforce the will of the Father, the culture of heaven on earth. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Earth is twofold. Your body is earth and the earth itself. So our assignment, our purpose as saviors is to make sure that the will of God is done in the lives of everyone and in the territory in which we belong in every territory that's our purpose now the assignment is what do you have to do as Solomon to make sure that the will of God is done around the people that are in my life and in the territory that God has given to me to influence and if you listen to our first question episode 1 we talked about what you should do now for God to like tell you what your assignment is the thing that God has only you do if you don't do it it will not be done again by any other person so edith let me summarize the curriculum in the spiritual school and we define curriculum to be the subjects comprising a body a course of study in the school or college and we said our course of study is jesus our course of study is jesus so we have to study the person jesus we have to study his mind we have to learn his mind learn his mind how he thinks and the reason why we are studying the person jesus and studying his mind is so we can become him And the reason why we are becoming him is so that we occupy the office of the Christ. Because without the Christ, God's purposes on earth cannot be achieved or never. In the office of the Christ, therefore, we must understand two things. Our priesthood assignment or our priesthood role and our role as kings. Our role as priests and our role as kings. Our role as priests is to intercede for the people and is to bring everyone to Christ and making sure that God's will is done in their lives. Our role as kings is to enforce the will of God on earth, enforce it, territorial dominion. So for that to happen, we have to infiltrate ourselves into different strata of society. We need more saviors. That's something that God told me. I need more saviors. A different word for saviors can be judges i need more judges and i've said this if i have my mentees or those who have listened to me more than a fair share of times you hear me say that god is looking for judges god is tired of christians because christians are just there to the average christian to use god to achieve his own goal to use god to make his family great to use god to make his village great to use god to make his country great god has bigger issues God needs more judges. God needs more saviors. I hope you've gotten that. So study the man Christ, understand his mind, then replicate that mind in your body so you become him. Therefore, when you become him, you now occupy the office of the Christ, Savior, Redeemer. When you're in Cameroon and and people are complaining about the system in Cameroon, what do you do? You release words into the atmosphere. You recondition the atmospheric climate or the spiritual climate over Cameroon. You say what you want done. God has said, you alone have power, your word has power. Then he has said, when two or three are gathered, whatever thing they agree will be done unto them. Have you ever gathered, call for a friend and say, you know what, what is happening in my country? I need to, let's agree on this, that this and this should happen, this and this should happen. And we pray. And God says, when the two of you agree on that and you pray about that, not in anger or from a human standpoint, but from a place of love, but ultimately to have God's will done in your territory, pray and you take the office of the Savior that you are and you pray intently. God says that he's going to listen and he's going to affect your prayers. Let's not live for bread and butter. Who has ever seen an ambassador live for bread and butter? Ambassadors don't fret about their daily bread because they know their daily bread will be taken care of by their home country. That's what Christ meant when he said, don't live your life for food, for drink, and for dresses. He was saying, have the mind of an ambassador. Have the mind of a savior. So, Edith, I hope this answers have given some substance to your question study the man christ his mind becoming him then occupying the office of the christ and the two components in the office of the christ is our role as priests and our role as kings and our role as priests is to intercede for the people intercede for the governments of our territories and to make sure that god's will is done in the lives of the people as kings is to enforce the dominion of god in the earth enforce it so through your career you're a king you are a savior to your business you're a savior they might not know you to be that way once you're there things work once you leave things crumble so occupying the office of the christ is very important so until we have this threefold Our usefulness to God will not mean anything or will not achieve anything to God. Becoming Jesus, occupying the office of the Christ and doing the thing that he has called us to do. Let me just read one verse and we are done for this question. So we read from Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 10. And I'll read from the New King James and then the New Living Translation. 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heaven, that he might fill all things. 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. 12 for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. 13. See we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We'll end there. But the New Living Translation says, it reads, My focus is verse 10. In the New Living Translation he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heaven and he says that that he might fill the entire universe with himself he might fill the entire universe with himself how will Christ fill the entire universe with himself he's just one no he's not just one that's what I'm talking about becoming him allowing Christ to replicate himself in our body if you've watched the metrics where Neo multiplies himself, I have a whole teaching on that title, Multiplied. Christ is multiplying himself, he is replicating himself in our bodies. So that when you are in your office, people are seeing John, but it's not John who is there, it's Christ, it's Jesus who is there in your body. So you speak like Paul says, I live, but not I. Christ lives in me. Christ lives through me. So Jesus wants to replicate himself in our bodies. The next verse says that's why he gave some apostles. Some He gave gifts to the church, not to the world. He gave gifts to the church and this gift to the church is the fivefold that you have now. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers and the assignment of these ones is to bless the body of Christ and bring them to maturity. What is maturity? To make them to become him let me read again from what we had because i'm saying these things it can be a bit challenging and he gave that's verse 11 and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting the maturing the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry another translation says to equip the saints so that these ones can do their work effectively For the edifying of the body of Christ and their work is to build the body till we all come in the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, a mature man. What does the mature man look like? Unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. We become fully Christ therefore making Christ available in our bodies. Now Christ can fill every area of life with himself Because when they are hiring John, when they are hiring Beverly, when they are hiring Natasha, they think they are hiring Natasha, they think they are hiring Beverly, they think they are hiring Gerald, they think they are hiring Solomon Ray, but unknown to them, they are hiring Christ. and we come there with the understanding of the kingdom understanding how christ operates understanding how god works and we walk in that light excellence of mind and character full of skill and know-how dominating our world getting promotion and implanting the will of god in our company the will of god in our businesses the will of god in parliament the will of god in presidency and the will of god is good for everyone the Bible says, when the just are in power, the people rejoice. So, thank you very much, Edith. I hope this answer has provided value And please, like I always re-emphasize, that you don't listen to this podcast casually. And I recommend listening to it more than once. That's why we are releasing it once a week. As much as we have questions, we are going to release them. If we don't have any questions, we will not fabricate any questions. But even if we have tons of questions, the idea is to release a podcast a week, every Monday. So listen to this episode every day within the week because one of the secrets of mastery is repetition. And that's something that we don't like to do. Repeat one thing. There are things you've heard and understood, but there are things you've not heard. So listen to this episode again and again. So from Monday to Sunday, listen to this episode at least once. Once every day. And take notes. Your life depends on it. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. It's about the word. It's about his purpose. And it's about your assignment. Thank you very much. God bless you. I've been Solomon Ray. God I swear, And here to serve you always. God bless you. I'm out. Bye-bye.
0: We trust this episode was instructive and that you've learned a thing or two. Please feel free to send in your questions using the Q&A button if you're on Spotify or use the link in the show notes below if on Apple Podcast or any other player. Getting value from this podcast Consider doing the following steps. Step 1. Leave a review after the show notes below. And step 2. Share with your friends and loved ones via your social media platforms. Also, consider showing some love by supporting us by giving towards the development of other programs using the appropriate link in the show notes as well. Do you want to share a personal message with Solomon Ray? For your testimonials and message of gratitude... Use the appropriate link in the show note below to send your voice note. We truly love you and believe in you and the person you are becoming in Christ Jesus. Till then, have a blessed day ahead and remember, Jesus Christ is counting on you to influence your world for him. God bless you.